This NFL DFS picks week 15 edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie is doing everything they can to help DGENs only cash big. Use promo code SGP for a 50% deposit bonus. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for avid sports bettors, providing insights, analysis, and free betting picks, including picks from the crew at SGPN. Better Than Vegas, it's like YouTube for sports betting. Check out all their free videos at better than.vegas. That's better than.vegas. We're also brought to you by Ace for Head. Ace is the leader in pay pride providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Hey, everybody, Jim McMahon here, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Ooh, welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking that money green with our partner in picks, Ryan, real money Kramer. It's happening. Kramer dog. It sounds like you have a little lead in your pencil, a little pep in that step jacked up, jacked up, getting to talk DFS fantasy football, brutal, two brutal losses. My, I had two DraftKings best ball lineups, Ryan, that made it to the uh, second round, both finished in second place. It was in a real annoying spot where I was in first place going into the Monday night game. And there were two guys behind me. One had Nick Chubb, one had Kareem hunt. Mm. And I was, and I also bet on uh, Browns plus three thinking, Oh, if Nick Chubb or Kareem hunt have a huge game, then I'll probably win my Browns plus three. Somehow they both have huge games. I get knocked out of first place. And then the brutal all time uh, backdoor cover by the Ravens tough night. You know I, that kind of makes me like that style of contest a, a little less because you're you're done, and uh, meanwhile, like in the FFPC, it goes through week sixteen. So I'm still like I actually had a great week. A couple of my teams that have weren't really doing all that well. Derrick Henry popped his head up. Mm. Devontae Adams popped his head up. Some of the big dollar guys. Aaron Rodgers, a guy who I, I if you remember, Sean, I was kind of high on him this preseason. Kind of like what the fuck? Why is he? Outside of some people's top tens, uh, so yeah, it's interesting. Now, I, I actually um, it went from looking really bad. I had a team jump from eighth place to third place this past oh weekend, and and I'm in I'm in serious consideration. So, uh, but we're sorry to hear about your losses. Um, I'm actually in a I'm in a nice spot. I have a chance, Sean, to cash in 33 percent of my FFPC best ball. Oh which would probably be an all-time best for me. Yeah, and best balls are fun. Hopefully, funny uh, caveat: they're all from like all the drafts. Maybe one happened in August, but most of the drafts happened in July, <laughs> which is like complete crapshoot time. Yeah, and, and they're fun to do. And hopefully, we get some uh, best ball action for the playoffs. That'll be awesome. Of course, wild card weekend. We're gonna have six teams. I'm already 
I'm oh, already thinking about DFS lineups for those. Before uh, we leave best ball, is there any reason we wouldn't just say challenge each other to post a best ball lineup a day starting July 4th? <laughs> is that early enough? Yeah, well, that's something to look forward to in the summer, Ryan. That's a good oh. off-season project, a best ball challenge. <laughs> when does football preseason <laughs> start again? Well, we got the race to the playoffs. Some people are in season-long fantasy playoffs, but of course, DFS. Great to hop in. We're going to uh, break down a milli, uh, millionaire maker lineup and then get to Thrive Fantasy. And uh, felt like it would be fun to do Thrive Fantasy for the Saturday games because we're going to be talking. Uh, Millie maker lineups for the Sunday games felt like it'd be fun since there are two Saturday games. Thrive yeah. has a bunch of contests going uh, for that game as well. And Ryan, we're going to be joined by a winner of the Millionaire Maker on Monday night. It's going to be fun to get his story. He's a friend of the program, he's in our Slack. So it's awesome to hear that guy win. Fortunately, he tied with a bunch of people, but still took home. A nice payday and uh, claims to uh, say it claims that we helped influence this winning lineup. I like it, Ryan. I like it. Call it the uh, the lineup tree. The lineup tree. We got a content train cranking out lineup trees, and of course, (laughs) you know who makes all that happen? Our presenting sponsor, MyBookie.ag. Use that promo code SGP where you can play, win and get paid. So many ways to play, win and get paid over my Of course, the Gen's only prop bets, a little bit of sweat there with our people's Jones. God damn it. He needed a hundred yards, a touchdown and the Browns to win. Granted, none of those things happened. However, real close to the yardage. He had like 78 yards receiving. I think in the seventies, there was that early throw that throw early on in the first quarter where he was open. Baker couldn't find him, but Again, ninety to one. That was a fun sweat, and I was just thinking, oh my god, if Baker can get this touchdown, he can. You know, they go for two. He's gonna win it. Oh my god, this is gonna be so awesome. Of course, none of that happened, but mybookie.ag, plenty of winners and so much action this weekend. College football conference championships, NFL Saturday. You got the Canelo fight Saturday night, and then. Shit ton of NFL games. Play when it get paid. My bookie daddy G promo code SGP. Joining us on the line, winner of the Millionaire Maker Monday night on that crazy Browns Ravens game. Notorious parlay. Uh, well, first off, congratulations, man. Walk us through uh, what it was like hitting that big win. Yeah, th- thanks, guys. Um, so in the halftime, I had Hunt as my MVP. So I saw that everybody was hitting and I told, I told my brother, um, I was like, if something goes right with hunt and he starts coming through, I was like, I seriously have a shot. (laughs) And, and, and right at the end, you know, he got in there and I turned on my phone and it went from like $80 to split it with like 11,000 then. And I also did another entry for like the $3 entry and hit that one then too. Oh, wow. Have you ever uh, love it? Notorious. Is this uh, one of your uh, bigger all-time gambling wins? This is the biggest one. Yeah. Oh, biggest nice. One. So, so I got to. Who was the? Who's the first person you told? Oh, uh, my brother. Yeah, I, I was on <laughs> Facetime with him when it was going oh, through. Nice. Oh, nice. That must have been an awesome sweat. Now, are you like me? Did you look at your lineup and then immediately walk through different calculations where you could have, instead of splitting with a bunch of people, you would have won outright and had the million dollars? Oh, I wish I wish, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I didn't, I didn't, 
I just went with that one lineup too. I didn't have a bunch of lineups. It was just like one or in like two other one. One with Peoples Jones was the other one, and and that came up. It cashed, but yeah, I didn't I didn't have a bunch of lineups either, which is amazing. And thing. real quick, so you had uh, you had Hunt in your captain seat, and uh, who else did you have for the rest of your lineup? Um, I had Higgins, uh, Chubb, um, the the quarterback, of course, Baker, Lamar. And and I think that's it. And jo- did you have Njoku? And and uh, Joku. No, let me see real quick. No, I don't know. I'm, I'm getting right now. <laughs> no worries, man. No worries. Just wanted to give people a little uh, feel well, what it was and, like to experience that huge. No, yeah, Njoku. Njoku. Sorry, guys. Njoku. And, and that's well. The I, the first thing I would have been like is, God damn it! Why don't? What? Of course, the time I win, I gotta split it with a fucking hundred <laughs> other assholes. I guess I would have been ungrateful, Sean. I, I think yeah. I, I wouldn't have handled it well. No, I mean, yeah, I, I looked at it that too. I was like, what's the, <laughs> what's the chances of me ever winning this? But I'm, I'm, I'm happy with the, do, do you have any, any big plans for the, uh, for the money? You're going to, uh, you know, I, I don't know, refinance a car loan, maybe, uh, I, I don't know, invest in 401k or just bet it on college basketball. What are your plans for the money? Well, I have a little money for for basketball on the side, so I'm going to keep doing that. But I am going to probably just invest in the stock market. Oh, oh there really you go. That's very not, good. Not that I need, and I'm trying to trying to make a little more more money out of it then too. Hashtag Degens only. Responsible uh, Degen, right? So it's well, Les Miles doesn't play anymore, <laughs> yes. so th- no more auto money there. So we got to <laughs> take it to the market. That that Les Miles ETF <laughs> fund uh, had been paying yielding great dividends. <laughs> All right, let's get to it. We have a winner of a millionaire maker uh, with us, Ryan. We have a second place finisher, oh. of course, myself. Now let's let's try and round it out and find another winner. We've got some good mojos combining. I'll let you kick things off, Ryan. What do you? Who are you starting in your lineup? Who's your quarterback this week? Well, it turns out that running like a gymnast heading to the vault it, it does not hurt you from scoring fantasy points. <laughs> Uh, Kyler Murray uh, f- feel like the price is a little depressed. Uh, I, I could, I could get cute. Uh, like a lot of people are going to get cute this week with a Taysom Hill or a Hertz play. Um, I almost went Tannehill to support my fellow Ryan, but Kyler Murray 7,000. I think, I think you would even agree. The Eagles defense specifically the secondary is in, is in dire straits. And whether he runs the ball, which by the way, Sean, 10 carries last week against my giants. He had 10, the previous two weeks or throwing the ball. I think it, I think D hop is in line for a big, big game. Uh, 7,000 felt like a good price for Kyler Murray this week. Yeah. I mean, if Darius, if Darius Slay doesn't play for the Eagles, Deandre Hopkins could have a field day. I will see uh, who you end up sacking with, but I'm, I'm assuming it's probably, you got to get D hop involved in there as well. And I considered Tannehill. He's an interesting play. It's just at home against the Lions, who are so bad against the running back. It's hard not to well, the world, just imagine yeah. it's going to be another D Henberg game where he just goes <laughs> off and they only throw like twenty five times. I so. mean, that's the leverage you're going against. The fact that everyone in their like he can't coming off a two hundred yard game. No, and I, I could talk myself into a, into a tournament play with uh, you know him and Corey Davis. That's certainly interesting. Notorious, what did you uh, do at the quarterback spot this week for your millionaire maker? I went with uh, Tom Brady for sixty six hundred. I figured that he might be a little bit different, and I and I like the matchup too. I think Tom's the type of guy that, especially how the year's going, that he's going to want to. If he has you down, he's going to want to step on your neck in this game. 
And yeah. It's funny because Brady and Tannehill are in that same price point. Where uh, you know, I think I think you're right. I don't think a ton of people are going to be on Brady this week. And you know, he could he's totally not the kind of guy who would want to prove a point and throw for four touchdowns. <laughs> totally not it's a Tom baby Brady. Fucking wheel, man. Compensating for something, Sean. Yeah, and it's in a dome. He's going up against that Falcons defense, which has looked really bad at times, especially against the pass. So uh, good opportunity there. I'm going to another dome game. Similar kind of setup. Veteran quarterback. This one's at home, and he's going up against this Texans defense, which has just looked horrific. Give me Philip Rivers oh, no. at fifty nine hundred dollars. <laughs> That's right. I mean, this Colts offense. Uh, maybe it just ends up being running centric, but Houston isn't as bad against the the running game. But they're certainly really bad against the pass. And I, I think Philip Rivers could have a field day here. Certainly interesting play in the GPP millionaire maker. I don't think he's going to be owned by a ton of people. And at fifty nine hundred, gives you a lot of options. As far as the the rest of your lineup, Kramer, what are you doing? Who's your RB one? Uh, you know, Sean, I'm. Uh, so I I have a lineup where I play Henry and Taylor, mm. uh, and, and because they they just seem like such obvious volume plays, but I but I didn't do that for this uh, lineup. I, I I went Miles Sanders. Ooh, as my bring back player, I think you, you know just seeing his usage in the passing game. Is exciting enough, and then you hear what he's saying about the offense with Jalen Hurts, and it seems as though, it seems as though he feels like there's more opportunity for his game to shine. I, I think he, you know there were opportunities. The Giants don't do this very well, but there will be opportunities to to sling uh, quick passes out to the running back when they bring that pressure uh, against Arizona. So I think there's going to be plenty of opportunities. Only 6,900 here. I think he could have a bell cow volume game in terms of carries plus receptions nearing 20 to 25. So I I think he's, and he, I think he's also probably not going to be a super popular play this week. Yeah, Miles I mean, Sanders, sixty nine hundred. Uh, yeah, I guess the, I, I guess maybe the case against him is he's coming off uh, his best game of the year, but a, a lot of it could be tied to Jalen Hurts. He I seems think it's all tied to Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I mean, a they're running the read option with Jalen Hurts, and I wouldn't be surprised if Jalen Hurts hands it off to Sanders a little bit more, especially if they play the run of Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I, I think uh, Miles Sanders could have another huge game, and yeah, we talked about it on the latest episode of the Diehard Eagles podcast. Check out that uh, episode dedicated to the Eagles. Uh, the throwing game, he seems to be hitting Sanders in stride, and that seems to be a huge difference. So I, I like that play. What are you doing a parlay uh, here over at uh, your RB one spot? I picked uh, Dobbins for the the Ravens for his fifty nine hundred. So my my guess is Lamar can't score them all this game, so <laughs> it's going to be divvied out. So I'm hoping that Dobbins finds the end zone for one or two. And and it, it's annoying that Gus keeps finding the end zone. Um, yeah. But man, at some point Dobbins is going to have that breakout game. I think. Yeah. And and Baltimore is at home against Jacksonville who've certainly struggled with the run. I mean, they've struggled with everything on the defensive side and yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, you know, they want to limit the shots that Lamar takes. I, I wouldn't be having Lamar scramble a bunch again. He may have to take a shit mid game who knows. <laughs> But I wouldn't be surprised if Dobbins gets a uh, a heavy workload. I mean, he had 13 carries. I, I think he would. I think he gets the high teens. So I like that play. This guy, he got involved last game. He's been kind of quiet um, a little bit as of late, but seems to be back in the receiving game. Give me Alvin Kamara at home against this Chiefs defense, which I, I you know the Chiefs, the defense really they. 
live off the luxury of having that Chiefs offense on the other side of the ball, so they can you know blitz and whatever. But I mean, Taysom Hill targeted him ten times, seven catches, forty-four yards. I think there's going to be some opportunity against this. Kansas City defense has some holes over the middle. We saw them get exploited a little bit against Miami. Seventy-four hundred, not that crazy price that we're used to for Alvin Kamara, um, you know. And especially when you're considering Dalvin Cook's nine thousand, Henry's ninety-five hundred. I think Alvin Kamara could have a huge week at home here against the Saint, or sorry, against the Chiefs. But and I, I think the Saints are going to need that consistency out of the offense. So yeah, Kamara I think has a big game. Kramer, who's your uh, RB two? Yeah, I went with a little uh, kind of correlated with the defense, and, and that's just getting involved against the Jeff against the Jets. Uh, I went with kind of a, an interesting uh, extra stack here, but Cam Akers is the beginning of it, sixty six hundred. I think for the same reason that people are are pushing all the chips to the middle of the table with the usage for Jonathan Taylor and saying finally it's here. It, it quietly the same thing has happened with Cam Akers and his price is just that much lower and what is still a premium matchup. 21 carries against the Cardinals, 29 carries last week against the Patriots. Uh that you know carry the 7, that's 50 carries over the last <laughs> 2 weeks, Sean. Um, that's, that's bell cow workload and uh, 6,600 feels very discounted for that kind of, uh, especially in a situation where they could beat the jets by four touchdowns, even with Jared Goff sucks Island. So uh, cam Akers 6,600, this jets team is officially trash. They fired the only good coach on the <laughs> roster and now all right, it's all Pete going downhill. cam Akers 6,600 RB two notorious. What are you doing there? I did. It's going to be chalk, but I, I did Henry yeah. And, yeah. Uh, for 9,500. It's uh, the chalk I want. Cause I, I think he's going to have a big game. Yeah. I mean, in these, in these GPP lineups, I feel like you got to have a couple chalk plays and then some random pivots off of that. But I mean, Derek Henry at home against the lions who are just horrific <laughs> against the running backs. There, I mean, again, the, I have another line. Like the Henry Taylor start to the lineup just felt really easy this week because both of those guys. And honestly, if you want to go a third, a third kind of mini Cadillac, Cam Akers from a volume perspective, like tell me who on the board you're more confident are going to get the carries this week. So, um, yeah, I, 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 I don't disagree. I'll use the double negative, but I, I wanted <laughs> to be different on this lineup because it lets me get the Kyler in the in here. I have an interesting play here at RB two. It is a uh, quarterback running back stack. I've been playing a bunch, but I, I think he's also leverage off of Jonathan Taylor, Naheem Hines. They just keep getting him involved yeah. in the passing game and the running game. Like he's getting carries, he's getting targets. Uh, I think there's certainly going to be opportunity against this Houston defense. So Naheem Hines, fifty four hundred. It just feels like a good spot here for him at home against the Texans. Had a decent game. Uh, the first time around against the Texans, I think he had 12 to 13 points. I think he could uh, definitely beat that by a decent margin. So Naheem Hines, Phillip rivers, we've seen him have a two touchdown game in him. So we'll see if he can get that going. Obviously Jonathan Taylor's hitting his stride, but I, I still think they involve Naheem Hines passing game. So I love those pass catching. Uh, you're running you're backs. certainly zigging hard on that one. Yeah. Say that. You got to go a little contrarian Kramer. What are you doing? Uh, First receiver. Yeah, I'm gonna get. You gotta. You look at the target share in Arizona, and it's it's, you know, probably less skewed towards the the wide receiver than you might expect. But then when you look at the breakout of targets amongst those wide receivers, it's no contest. You have to play D Hop. And to your earlier point, if Slay is hurt, no, which yeah. he's hurt. 
if he plays, he's going to be banged up. They also lost some other members of the secondary, I believe. Second quarterback uh, Avante Maddox. So even Christian Kirk could be an interesting play at forty three hundred. Uh, just the way that Kyler was looking, I just watched. I just watched him closely for an entire game, enough <laughs> to see him run like a goddamn cheerleader out there. But he he looks for DeAndre Hopkins early and often, and I you know it, it you can try to get cute and pick a different guy, but I'm not gonna I'm not getting cute this week. So give me DeAndre Hopkins seventy nine hundred. Yeah, makes sense. Nuke. Do you know why they call him Nuke? I, I have no idea. It's a bad know. it's a badass nickname. But if you uh, you know I, I guess we could Google that. But I'll, I'll figure that out for you. Notorious, what are you doing? Who's your first receiver? Uh, first receiver, I did Ayuk for sixty three hundred. Ooh. Uh, and he's become one of the favorite targets there. And I feel like if he's going to have any blowout game, it's going to be this one versus the Cowboys after their Super Bowl. <laughs> I love it. And I'm also, I'm with you. I also have Brandon Ayuk, 6,300. 49ers are playing Dallas. And Dallas has been horrific uh, against the past. Their defense has just been complete dog shit. You're right. They're probably smelling themselves after beating the lowly Bengals. And Ayuk, we'll see if if Debo plays or not. Um, that maybe impacts him a little bit, but he's coming off a 16 target, 10 catch game. Like Ayuk's really hitting his stride, and uh, I don't know why he wouldn't be a big part of the offense. Didn't have a touchdown last game. I think he gets one against the Cowboys, and at 6,300, I feel like you're getting a, a really good price. Yeah, I, I I'm actually I'm I'm glad I pivoted off Ayuk for this lineup just to be a little different. Uh, and I have it noted down here: 50 targets over his past four games. Clearly a favorite of Mullins. Yeah. Um, to your point, you know Debo being out there or not probably affects that. But it, at this point, he's and I think the number is even higher from a percentage standpoint when you look at the air yards that that are going his way. So well, and, and Debo's Debo's dealing with the hamstring, so the odds are. That he comes back and he's a hundred. Even if he suits up, is he going to be a hundred percent one week after leaving the game with the hamstring? That usually doesn't happen. So, I, I if he does play, I don't see him being hugely effective. Ryan, before we get to your second receiver, just want to shout out Better Than Vegas. That's right, we're giving out uh, video picks over on Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas, it's basically like YouTube for sports gambling. Hashtag Dejans Only. Think you guys will like it. Um, we're posting our picks over there. You can go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. I'll send you right over there. You can uh, subscribe to our profile. Better than dot Vegas. Again, tons of people giving out tons of free video picks. You can uh, set up a profile, submit your own picks. They got a couple contests going thousand bucks to the handicapper that wins the most units and a thousand bucks to the handicapper that has the most followers. And if a bunch of people subscribe to our channel, which we recommend, we end up with the most followers or the most units. We will give away that cash to DGENs only. So, plenty of reasons to check us out over at Better Than Vegas. And again, slash BTV will take you right there to Better Than Vegas. Kramer, second receiver, what are you doing? You know, you, you talk about wanting leverage against Jonathan Taylor uh, because he's going to be a popular play, and I, I'm actually going to take that leverage with T.Y. Hilton, fifty-five hundred. I'm guessing you're nodding your head right now because you have him yes. in your triple stack, seventy-five points PPR fantasy points since week eleven. <laughs> the T.Y. Hilton machine has come alive, and can and can you not just see it, just like snow on Christmas morning? T.Y. Hilton having a two hundred yard game <laughs> against the Houston Texans. Give me a 55 again 
for the same reasons. I think cam Akers price is, is still hasn't caught. Isn't where it should be again. Hopefully I don't jinx it. And fucking Malcolm Brown has like two touchdowns, <laughs> but T Y Hilton is only $5,500 still. And they're going against a complete trash defense. I think this actually has shootout potential and, 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 and you'll see in a second, I'm, I'm invested in, th- in this game and really only a couple of games for this lineup. So T Y Hilton, 5,500 Sean. Yeah. I, I also have T Y Hilton going in my, uh, in my stack there with Phillip rivers. And he, I just saw it when he did a, he was doing like a zoom call and he just lit up. And he was just so excited talking about T.Y. Hilton. Something clicked between yeah. T.Y. and Philip Rivers. You mentioned Christmas. This is a nightmare time for Philip, of course, having nine kids. Uh, that's going to be a busy time. But he, and T.Y. His resurgence kind of started the first time they played Houston. Had a huge game, yep. and he's had a huge career against the Texans. Seventeen games. He's has eleven touchdowns in seventeen games. Averaging ninety six point nine yards per game against the Texans, wow! Including ten point nine eight yards per target. So that's a, lo- that's a long sample size with a you know. There's got to be there's there. got to be something there. I mean, the 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 team he has the second most touchdowns against is Tennessee slash Houston at six. So clearly there's something. Um, Oh, oh, yeah. So never mind. That's kind of confusing because it was the Houston Oilers and the Tennessee Titans. Oh, but interesting. So basically, the Titans and their previous team, but the Texans, eleven touchdowns. That's insane. Who's your second receiver, uh, Notorious? I went with uh, Tom's house guest, Antonio Brown, <laughs> for for fifty four hundred. Like, I'm it. just hoping. I'm hoping this is a shootout and and that this is finally his game that he's going to really make a mark. Yeah, I mean, he looked. Uh, Brady didn't look amazing coming off the bye there. But I think indoors in a dome and, and just in general, teams haven't looked amazing off the bye. Granted, they got the wind in the cover uh, because uh, Dan Bailey fucking sucks. But uh, <laughs> he clearly he advocated for Antonio Brown there. He's sticking up for Antonio Brown. Honestly, that's the documentary I want to watch. Yes. Just give me a reality. I'm not a reality show guy, Sean, as you know. But give me the Tom Brady Antonio Brown experience. Antonio Brown doesn't have a touchdown. You feel like he's got to have one game where he really goes off and, and maybe it's, if it's against anyone could be the Falcons with that shitty pass. Defense. I was going to say they're going to fuck someone up here. They're <laughs> like They're going to fuck someone up before the end of the year. Kramer. Who's your third receiver? Oh, I'm staying in the Houston Indy game. And we're going to go back to a guy that you were, I think he was playing a uh, base in your, in your band, Chad <laughs> Hansen, yes. 4,200. I mean, who's going to catch passes this week? I threw out Chad Hansen uh, on the uh, pregame periscope because the, when Brandon cooks got scratched, Hansen got bumped up and Hansen was a guy that, uh, you know, was seemingly the, the kind of rare amount of times he's, he's had, or he's played so far, he's gotten two games, seven targets a game. Yeah. And he's coming off seven catches, seven targets for 56 yards. Very efficient game. Hasn't gotten a touchdown yet. Feels like he's due. He's also my third receiver. So I'm kind of loading up on this Houston Indy game, thinking it's going to be a shootout. Notorious, what are you doing for your third receiver spot? I, I did a, a double spe- double stack with Evans in that Mike Evans for 6,500, ho- hoping for that big game. You know, the big game. And I also I also noticed Evans uh, rarely has two games without a touchdown. So last game he didn't have one. So I'm I'm hoping that he finds the end zone this one. Yeah, and he does. I mean, I, I like of those targets you're selecting. I, I like Evans and Antonio Brown, especially in the GPP format, because Evans is the goal line guy. Um, it seems like that, you know, there was a couple games where or he had that one game where he had two one yard touchdown catches. 
whatever it is, uh, Brady likes to go to him in and around the goal line. So I think that's a good angle as far as uh, red zone targets. He's got to be up there. Kramer, who's your tight end this week? Well, I'm I'm actually going. So I gave you a, a Houston Indy guy on both sides. I yep. have my my Arizona stack with a bring back with Philly. Mm. Now I have a set my my Ram stack, which I went a tight end running back stack. Cam Akers and Tyler Higby. The Jets are the like the Jets are this year's team. They're this year's Cardinals against the tight end. Twelve touchdowns. Twelve <laughs> touchdowns. Insane. And six of those over the last four weeks. So um, Higby, the price was down. Sure, Gerald Everett is there, but um, I, I like the upside of this. Play. I mean, this is again, this is like touchdown or two potential here with the way the Jets have been playing. Yeah, that's a good angle. I, I was just scared because I've gotten burned by Higby, but he he certainly ha- has had a couple games. I think he had one against the Eagles where he broke out, had multiple touchdown games. So maybe this is the game that <laughs> he, he had does three it. touchdowns against the Eagles. <laughs> yeah. Zero or he has one against the Cardinals, but so uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely, I mean, it's a $3,800 player for a reason, but I think when you, when you look at the matchup uh, yeah, I wanted to stack them with acres. No, I I don't know how I don't have any guys from that Rams (laughs) jets game in my lineup. I'm going to have to play multiple lineups as I normally do. It's only million makers, only $10 this week. So a lot, a lot, a lottery tickets. I'm going to be loading up on notorious. What are you doing at the tight end spot this week? I also went Higby in that, yeah. in that spot. Yeah, I, I feel like there's a good matchup, and it's 3,800. So I'll throw him out. There. Yeah, you know, I was surprised how cheap he was. To be honest, I thought like at first I'm like, oh god damn it! Like even the DraftKings logic has them 32nd. <laughs> like god damn it, this isn't going to be this is going to be a popular play. But I, I don't know if it will be. And so uh, I'll, I'll yeah, I'm I'm with you. I I, I like the play. I'm going. Uh, Again, a little homer here, thirty nine hundred. But he he led the team in targets last week with Jalen Hurts as the quarterback, and uh, he seems to be a big part of their passing offense in the red zone as well. Dallas Goddard, only thirty nine hundred for a guy who led the team in targets. If I told you you're getting a target leader on an offense, yeah, it's, a good, it's a good play on an offense that's going up against this Cardinals defense, which is a little suspect. Now they've done better against the tight ends previously, but. I don't know at 3,900. I, I think he's worth the risk. Goddard usually pretty good with getting touchdowns. Hasn't had one his past two games. I think he's kind of due touchdown wise. So I'm going uh, and he's actually had more touchdowns on the road than at home. So whatever that means, but Goddard 3,900 I'm in. What are you doing in your flex spot Kramer? Dude. So, uh, you know, uh, if I'm going to give myself an award for uh, just a stellar move in the GM box of the DGENs only Superflex Dynasty League, it's going to be that I picked up Lynn Bowden a couple weeks back. Yeah. They said at some point they're going to fucking use this guy, and now they're using him. And he's a wide receiver. Uh, what, what did he come out with? Seven targets last week. It sounds like Grant is for sure out, and Devontae Parker probably hamstring. Sounds like he's dealing with. Um, and I think I saw one of the beat reporters reported that uh, Bowden and quote uh, has the full offense at his disposal now. So yeah, and he and he also uh, he threw he threw two balls. So I, I would they ran a pass play for him twice. Uh, apologies, nine targets, seven catches. Yeah. So yeah, and how is he only thirty six hundred? Also a carry. Um, you know, f- coming off a nine point game and then a 15 point game feels with the usage, the floor is high enough to make this a probably going to be a pretty popular play. 
uh, just because of the price point and allows you to like have. You're probably wondering how do you have so many studs in your lineup, Ryan, <laughs> while you play Lynn Bound for 3600. Well, and you've seen New England's defense struggle with super athletic uh, teams that kind of move move around and do motion and rollouts. And a lot of that's going to be happening for the dolphins. It's going to be interesting because Belichick could just butt fuck. Well, <laughs> and again, Tua is a rookie quarterback. So I, I haven't started all my handicapping for that game, but I keep going back and forth. Cause I've love Sean. Don't you remember love the wildcat riding. game? Yes. Bow, they're going to be doing some shit with Bowden in the backfield in this game. But then there's Belichick versus his, uh, you know, former coaches. I, there's a lot of storylines. I'm looking forward to that game. Overthink it. Bowden is going to throw for <laughs> at least a couple passes. I, I I agree with that. I think you will get involved in the passing game. Notorious, what are you doing at your flex spot? I did a, a double tight end stack on the Ooh. same team with Everett rolling 12 out Everett. personnel. Oh, I oh, like wow. that. That's diabolical. That's a. And I'm just ho- I'm just hoping that like it's going to be so bad that he could actually pick and choose who he wants to throw the ball to. And he's going to share it with Everett too. So oh, I'm, I'm rolling him out. That's so a, diabolical. Well, and that's a, you know, if you're playing a cash heads up game, it's not something I would advise, but in a tournament like this, where you're really trying to find some sort of like angle and really work in it, I, I don't mind a, Hey, this is Jared Goff to the tight end game. And maybe Sean McVay sees something and runs a bunch of 12 personnel and, and you're riding a crazy wave. Well, it, it, Real quick, they have been running a shitload of twelve personnel. Granted, last game probably skewed that because they just told the Patriots, like, "Fuck you, we're gonna run, we're gonna run down your fucking throat." But they have been running a ton of. Uh, now Everett gets way less targets, but he's on the field a lot. So yeah, I mean, it, it's certainly an opportunity type situation where could Goff throw three touchdowns and all three beat it to the tight end? Yes, yes, that's very possible. I like that angle there because then either way, you're not. Getting screwed by having one of the guys break out over the other. Ryan, this uh, flex play, I'll tell you what made me pick this flex play. Watching the Eagles game last week, and Jalen Rager was just wide open underneath against the Saints, had a huge catch and run, biggest his biggest play of the season besides a punt return for a touchdown. Uh-oh. I'm going Tyreek Hill against this Saints defense. I think there's going to be some opportunities against this uh, Saints team. I, I think. They like to bring some pressure. They play man coverage a lot. And I think if you're going to try and play man coverage against Tyreek Hill, that is a bad move in a dome. Tyreek Hill, that speed is even faster inside a dome. $8,800. It's worth it. He's going to have a big game. So, I, can I show? I've done enough. You, as you point out, the, it's a discounted millionaire maker. Uh, I did a lineup. Uh, I did a Mahomes lineup, and yeah. I want with a. I, I went completely contrarian with a uh, Mahomes Kelsey. That's not the contrarian part. Watkins. I have. A, I have. Because to your point, that and that was the same logic I had. Is that I think they utilize Sammy Watkins in those same spaces, and I. I, I just don't think. I like the angle though. I like getting equity going against this Saints team. Well, and I. I kind of have a little mini correlation here with Kamara. Now, normally you don't. You don't do a running back and receiver, but really Kamara is more like a receiver with him being used in the passing. And game. that's the thing. I, I have no I have no shares of that game. Feels and, like I did something wrong. And you look at, I mean, 30 points against uh at Las Vegas in a dome. Yeah. And then and then he puts up 60 against the Bucks, 14.8 against the Broncos, but then 26.1 against the Dolphins. He's having a massive year at 16 touchdowns so far in the season. When I saw that, I'm like, holy shit, he's really had an insane year. Felt like it's been kind of quiet. 
close things out strong, Ryan. What are we doing defensively? Well, if you're keeping track, uh, you're like, wow, you have a lot of money left. Forty five hundred dollars to be exact. Wow. Uh, oh completing God. the running back tight end correlated stack with the defense. Give me the Rams. I uh, I mean, come on. What do you think is gonna happen? I mean, sure, the Rams could completely lay an egg if this game was on the road, maybe. But what do you think is gonna happen when <laughs> this just isn't gonna go well with for Darnold and the offense? No, no, not not a uh, not a great spot for him. All right, I'm overpaying. I get it. I could play the football team for like two thousand dollars less and have like that crazy high sack floor. But I mean, the Rams defense could score a couple touchdowns. <laughs> Certainly possible. And and Seattle did not get a defensive touchdown against the Jets. Feel like the Jets are due to <laughs> give due. up a defensive touchdown. I don't know how that works, but notorious. What are you doing in your defensive spot? I did uh, for twenty nine hundred Cardinals. And I know, I know you're an Eagles fan, but like, <laughs> how a chance, dare you? <laughs> there's a chance that Hurts comes out confident, you know, and and it doesn't work out like it did for the Saints. Yeah, I, I I'm actually, you know, now they got as Sean pointed out before, they didn't have any game tape out on them. Now they got some game tape, and I wonder how mm-hmm. that pass rush looked pretty nasty against the like a Giants offensive line that had been decent over the last couple weeks. Uh, I'm I'm just saying like. It's not like the Eagles' offensive line is world beaters at this point. So um, no, I I I, uh, I like that play. Zero sacks last I week. Like, no, I like that. He comes on the notorious comes on the pod. He's, <laughs> sorry, Sean. He's, he's <laughs> sorry. He, wait, you're, you're a fucking millionaire maker winner, and you come in just shots fired. Wow. I yeah, like you it. beat me. You know, one higher in an all-time millionaire maker. <laughs> although if we're looking at dollar uh, value, slight slight edge there. <laughs> I went defense. I know you guys are going to again, call me a Homer, but give me the Eagles oh, coming off it. a five sack game. I think there's a world where they, uh, they get a little defensive magic. I like Josh sweat getting a sack on Kyler Murray. We, their defensive line has been playing really well as of late. Now, again, if Darius Slay doesn't play, that's huge. They could get torched in the uh, defensive secondary, but these are millionaire maker plays. This is a, a bit of a uh, roll of the dice and I only had 2,600. I didn't feel like playing the the uh, football team because they came off such a huge win, and then the rest of the the rest of the defenses I'm playing guys against it, so I didn't do, really want to do that. Does that not seem like a a pretty easy like? Doesn't it seem too easy to take the football team? Yeah, everyone's going to be on the football team, right? Yeah, and it's, then you know Alex Smith looks like he's on pace to start, but that's what scared me uh, off playing McLaren. McLaren. And then if Dwayne Haskins gets in there, I feel like that's going to impact the defense because he's going to be put in, in, you know, Seattle's going to have a really short field. Dwayne They're going to be getting their own turnovers. Dwayne Haskins coming off a win, Sean. That's not a a good good trend to fade. (laughs) All right, man. That's a lot of fun. And again, congrats to a notorious parlay. Hopefully we uh, gave you out a couple, uh, give you some sound advice and Encourage you to uh, get that lineup in there, and uh, yeah, give Notorious. Is it just at Notorious Parlay on Twitter? Yep, yeah, that's me. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Well, thanks. Uh, appreciate you calling in, and uh, best of luck this weekend with the picks. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. Oh yeah, we're gonna give out a uh, Thrive Fantasy lineup in a second. Before we do, want to give a shout to Ace Per Head. Ever thought about starting your own online sports book? Now is the time. 2020 is the year. Get some of that extra cash. All you got to do, head over to acepread.com slash SGP. Use our sign up link. Very easy to use. Very easy to set up. 
Use that link and get up to six weeks free. That's right, six weeks of their amazing sports book software. Instead of just trying to beat the bookie, you can become the bookie over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. Aceperhead.com slash SGP. Ace is the place if you're thinking about starting your own online sports book. Very easy to use, very easy to set up. Kramer, talking Thrive Sean. Fantasy. Thought it'd be fun to do the uh, Saturday contest. $25 entry fee. Which, by the way, really also going to enjoy the DraftKings. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm also the Thrive, but man, I, I love the the two game slates. Two game slates, very fun. And uh, yeah, I thought it'd be cool to do the Saturday Thrive contest. $25 entry fee, $5,000 in guaranteed prizes. Only a couple people in there as we record this. Right Huge now. overlay opportunity. <laughs> this closed now. Uh, Sean, by the way, uh, DeAndre Hopkins named Nuke. Mm. For uh, the brand of pacifier, he liked to chew on as a baby. Wow, so not that exciting. I thought it was because he's going nuclear. Yeah, that's what I would tell people. But again, Thrive Fantasy—they give you twenty player props for the contest. Pick your ten favorite over under. I think we've been pretty good as far as giving out winners. Didn't cash on the Tuesday night, but still nope. decent record as far as picking these uh, props. Uh, you know, I, I wonder, I didn't actually go back and look, but I, I got to imagine the combination of the Hollywood Brown, like go over in one catch plus the field go- game winning field goal yeah. took, definitely took me out of the money. So that I was doing fine up until the end there. Yeah. Things got wonky there late. Ah, I, I, the guy, I mean, if only Lamar just had to take a shit a little bit longer, you know. <laughs> uh, what the world would have uh, been like if Lamar just got a little constipated there. All right, two games. We got Buffalo at Denver and Carolina at Green Bay. Not, not the most exciting slate, but it is, uh, you know, primetime football. It doesn't matter because you can find something fun to bet on. Thrive lineup. You want me to start, Sean? Go for it. Let's uh, let's go right to it. Uh, you know the strategy. We we've identified this as we think an angle, but uh, you, you immediately just find every touchdown prop and you take the under. So let's start with Zach Moss under Ooh. a half. I, I it's only seventy. It's only seventy five points, Sean. Yep. But we also and, and while I am a little nervous because Denver has been run over in power situations uh, all season long. I wonder if his fumbling problems are getting him in the doghouse a little bit, and maybe maybe he won't even get the carry around the goal line. I don't know. I'm just gonna fade the touchdown prop. So Zach Moss under right now, weather looks pretty solid in Denver. Josh Allen over 255 and a half passing yards. Over is worth 95 points. He, they just seem to be letting Josh Allen rip, and he I thought he really got a into a great rhythm in the second half yep. there of that Buffalo game. I like me some Buffalo Bills. Give me Josh Allen. I think at least I think he'll be able to sling uh, it on this Denver team that's had some issues in the secondary cornerback issues. And again, even if they can get a little bit of a pass rush, he's good at getting around uh, with his legs and just really confident and poised in the pocket right now. Yeah, I, I'll be honest. I'm a little nervous because he's definitely coming off a game where he had lots of opportunity to pass. And then when I dove in to the numbers, you're you're mostly right about this Denver defense. But you know what, Sean? They're fourth in DVOA against number one receivers. So what mm. I did was I hopped over to Stephon Diggs, and it's a pretty inflated uh, yardage total there, 83 and a half. I took the under, still a full hundred points. So Diggs under 83 and a half for 100 yards or 100 points. I'm going the other way, Ryan. Oh no. I'm going the other way. Did you hear my justification? I did. 
I don't care for DVOA. I saw a man that knows how to catch the ball that Josh Allen, once they, I mean, here's the thing. If they're struggling, they're just going to remember the last week when they played the Steelers yep. and what did they do to get out of their funk? They just threw the ball to Stefan Diggs, made a bunch of plays, having a great season. First guy to get a hundred catches so far this season. I think he's just too tough to stop. 83 and a half, not high enough. Give me over Stefan Diggs. I do think Allen could have some success in the passing game. Uh, I know John Brown has been designated for return, but I'm going to stick with our guy because he is clearly a big part of this offense now. Three out of the last four, Sean Beasley has gone over three and a half catches and the Broncos are 22nd in the league in DVOA against the slot, the slot. How's the slot? I like this slightly less if Brown ends up playing, but I still like for only 80 points over three and a half receptions for Cole Beasley, Melvin Gordon under 67 and a half rushing yards and receiving yards. It's mm. uh, you're getting plus one ten on the points there. My logic here is the Bills linebacker crew. Uh, once they got Milano back, I think that's really kind of helped bring their defense back, and they did a pretty good job of limiting the running game of the Steelers. Melvin Gordon not involved a ton in the passing game, and Philip Lindsay still getting a decent amount of the workload. Coming off an eleven carry game against Carolina, fourteen against Kansas, uh, Kansas City there. So I I think Philip Lindsay's involved, and I think Melvin Gordon is just going to be tough to get going. You know that number was too low for me to to dabble with. I, a little little nervous. I, you could very easily look at the his performances, and and I, I totally get it. I like the angle with the linebackers. I just it little too low for me. I did go under for small cock lock oh. twenty and a half completions. Uh, Sean, he's not. Uh, he barely. He just squeaked by uh, twenty one last week against the dreadful Carolina defense. <laughs> Eighteen before that. Fifteen before that. So. Has not been trending in the right direction. Perhaps it's the cold weather making his dick even smaller. <laughs> Ninety-five points. Drew Lock. There to was go shrinkage. This one is easy, and you're only getting eighty-five points. Jerry Judy yeah. under four and a half catches. He's only had uh, <laughs> two. He's hit that over twice this yeah, season. Only two times. And and one game he had fourteen targets. I mean he's. You know his catches last couple games two one zero three four. I mean I, I don't know why it's set at four and a half. I, I feel like the Bills secondary playing pretty strong. I, I mean he yeah I, I I don't get it either. Uh, you've seen you know Patrick kind of be a little bit more efficient and I I I, I plucked this one from I think over at CBS. Lock small cock lock has a set six point nine of course Dgen's only six point nine percent. Uh, interception rate when targeting Jerry Judy. <laughs> so uh, there's something going on there. Uh, I'm also fading Jerry Judy under four and a half receptions. Yeah. And he's a, uh, was the Alabama guy? Yeah. Yeah. You know, gets a little chilly in Denver. It's not going to want to be running around. Their season's over. It does feel, it, it does feel like, Sean, I remember we were sitting in the studio, we're watching the games. And Jerry Judy early on, probably one of the two games he went over four and a half. He looked good. He looked explosive. He looked big and fast, but he was dropping the ball. Yeah. And and I was like, man, that looks like the kind of thing that could, could stick with him. Maybe, maybe a bit of a prophecy. I am looking at a picture of him, Sean. The K metric uh, alarm in my head is firing. I don't know if it applies <laughs> to the wide receivers. receivers. Uh, but I'm going to stick with Denver wide receivers with my next prop and go under uh, Hamler, a half receiving touchdowns coming off a 
a two touchdown game. Perfect time to fade him under 85 points. Yeah. Um, I'm all, I'm with you there again. These, these touchdown props, I, I didn't go too heavy cause it's just too easy. The points and you don't want to lose out, but yeah, the under touchdowns, you just gotta, you just gotta take the under and hope for the best. Yeah. Moving over to Carolina green Bay. My first prop there, Teddy Bridgewater under two and a half Ooh. passing touchdowns and interceptions. Really? Yes. I see. I work. I'll tell you why I didn't go with this one because I'm worried that he's just going to be slinging. Like yeah, but even catch up time. Here's the thing, though. Even when he slings it, he's actually pretty good at not throwing picks. I mean, so even against the Broncos, he threw 40 times, zero touchdowns, mm-hmm. zero interceptions. That's threw impressive. 36 times against the Vikings, one interception, one touchdown. Uh, threw 46 times against Tampa Bay. He went over there, two touchdowns, one interception. Against Kansas City, two touchdowns, zero interceptions, one and one, two and zero, zero and two, two is he's only gone over twice this season. So Okay. I, I know what you mean. Normally I'd lean over on these, but if you actually look at Bridgewater and the way he plays, maybe some of it's different because uh yeah, but I, I think they'll use Mike Davis on the goal line. Doesn't look like um doesn't look like uh McCaffrey's gonna be playing. I I don't think any Thrive props are up on McCaffrey, but I would consider him out. Yeah, it sounds like he's definitely out. And yeah. and uh, you know, just sticking with that theme, I, I'm actually gonna go over for Mike Davis with the 90 points, just because we've seen the way the the usage has been, and then they're facing Green Bay, and Green Bay still no clue how to defend a running back. No, um, so it's hard. It's hard to imagine a game where Carolina puts any sort of fight up, and he doesn't find the end zone. So I am gonna go. I'm gonna zig a little bit over 90 points on Mike Davis to score a touchdown rushing. Or receiving, uh, I I I would imagine. I mean, what is his anytime touchdown price? Plus one ten. Yeah. Worst case, so almost fair odds here. Ninety. No, points. with McCaffrey out, I, I think that's a pretty good a play, and that's a good way to kind of uh, lock into the uh, McCaffrey news. Robbie Anderson over seventy four and a half receiving yards. He's been just getting more involved, more involved, and he's averaging seventy six point six. And there's a couple. There's a couple of games in the middle of the season where he wasn't doing as much, but even, you know, last week, of course, um, what was it? Uh, DJ Moore was out with COVID. He's, it looks like he's coming back, but uh, he, DJ Moore also dealing with an ankle injury. Uh, that being said, I, I think he hits this over and there's been opportunities against green Bay and their passing defense, their defense, not been lights out. So I, I think there's some opportunity there. And, you know, I almost I almost went hard contrarian and took the DJ more under three and a half. Receptions. I did actually oh, okay. because it, for that price, pl- 130 points uh, for a guy coming off COVID. Yeah. Now he tested positive for COVID and he's also dealing with an ankle injury. It, it that's, that's an interesting angle because you, you rarely see a 71 30 and, and it doesn't, you know, it doesn't seem that obvious. Yeah. Plus one thirty on the points under now. It, yeah, certainly. Is there a world where he comes in and has four catches against yeah. Green Bay? Yeah, but I, I think it's the game script thing. If they're playing from behind, it, it's obviously scary. Maybe they true. can make it. But again, game. I I like the fact that he's coming back from COVID. Maybe COVID is something that impacts people, and really the ankle injury on top of the COVID. Like they, he's back from the COVID list, but he's still limited to practice. 
So I like the under three and a half. I think they'll put him out there, but if you have other options like Curtis Samuel, Robbie Anderson, and throwing to Mike Davis, don't you think they get priority target? I didn't hear you say Ian Thomas. Maybe this will be his game. <laughs> Curtis Samuel Poor under under a half uh, receiving touchdowns. Again, uh, this one made me nervous because they do like to use him in interesting ways. But same same logic. I'm just gonna take his anytime touchdown is n- nowhere near uh, plus one one hundred. So eighty five points. Aaron Rodgers, two ninety six and a half passing yards. It's very high. I'm going under. Whoa. Yeah, I know. I know. Carolina's passing defense isn't amazing, but I'm just fading the fact that he has a three hundred yard game. And I know he's trying to pad his stats, but. Two ninety six and a half is really high. I mean, I'll start with another. Will they score? Alan Alan Lazard under a half receiving touchdowns, eighty points, uh, and, and he's dealing with a bunch of injuries as well. Yeah, he seems to have fallen out of. You know, he's maybe what option? He, he's he, he's probably the fifth or sixth option at this point. So, you know what? The more I think about it, I'm actually going to go. I'm going to go over. Aaron oh, Rodgers. Oh, you're mixing it up. I like it. In-game switch, live pivot. Yeah, cuz overs 100 points, unders 100 points because I do think I'm more confident about the under on Aaron Jones rushing yards under 115 mm, yards. See, see, you're crazy. Why am I crazy? I think I think we I mean, I think this is a team that has allowed running backs to score points all season. So, I th- I think this could be an Aaron Jones. I kind of liked your angle with that with fading Aaron Rodgers this week. You could even argue that uh, you know fading Devontae. Well, Adams. and actually, I know I know what you're saying, Ryan. But uh, if you look at uh, our buddies over at Establish the Run, mm. the RB DVP, which is like a percentage of expected performance, Carolina against the running back, they're actually better. It's minus five point four, which means you would expect a five point four percent. Less uh, running back performance, and I think they do get Jamal Williams involved. And to my Aaron Rodgers wants the MVP angle. Though oh, those three angles combined is what is leading me to okay. take the under an Aaron Jones. And again, I, I think the perfect formula is some easy stuff like fading the touchdowns, and then some contrarian plays. This is one of them, and you're getting the the one fifteen points. Okay, I'm gonna. Uh, I think this is my last one. I do. I do actually have uh, Aaron Jones over as my, one of my ice picks, but my last actual play, uh, Tunyon mm. over three and a half catches, eighty-five points. Carolina is averaging eight point two targets to the tight end and almost six catches a game. So I, I think Tunyon gets involved. Uh, I certainly think Aaron has enjoyed his company, uh, catching <laughs> passes for him. They do both seem on be- and off the field. Uh, and real quick, one one final stat on the Aaron Jones: seventy and a half rushing yards, eight games he's gone under that number, three over. So, not as I mean, in your head you're like, oh, Aaron Jones is the man, but he's got a he gets a lot of passing receiving yards. Yes, so that's kind of totally I think thing. in my head he's like he does well fantasy wise, but you look at it, yeah, a lot of it is in the in the receiving world. Uh, yeah. Uh, and 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 in a plow, I think the other thing that helps is that Aaron Jones doesn't get all the mop up duty. Like Jamal Williams is gonna yeah. be in there, yeah, and, and even the rookie, I would imagine that they they would trot him out there if it was a real blowout. In they the do seem quarter. to limit his touches to a certain degree. If they're up big, they're not just gonna pound the rock with the uh, yep. with uh, Aaron Jones there. My maximum points are only six hundred. Oh wow! Feels like I, I went too heavy on the uh, on the chalk. I might have to do a second lineup. 
My max point seven fifteen. Ryan, look out! Here so maybe, we come. And maybe it's just the 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 slate. Maybe it's a more interesting slate. I don't know. It's definitely my lowest. All right, Sean. All right. Well done. Yes, I was just making sure I had it all ready to go. Submit and then again, <laughs> head over to Thrive Fantasy. Use that promo code SGP, and. Uh, yeah, so you can get that sweet deposit bonus, instant deposit bonus up to 50 bucks. That's pretty easy money. And if that's not enough, send in a screenshot of you depositing with Thrive. Email it in podcast at sportsgamblingpodcast.com to get your uh, entry into a drawing of um, $100 worth of SGP merch. That's pretty fun. And of course, Merch Monday, Ryan, happened yesterday. Of course, if you are one of the. Uh, we gave out two, two winners for Merch Monday. Tweeted them out at Gambling Podcast. So if one of those reviews uh, you got selected over there, hit us up again. Podcast at sportsgamblingpodcast.com or DM us, as the kids say, and we can get you hooked up uh, with your merch there and and throw in a throw in a five star review rating so you can have your shot at getting some merch for yourself. Was vamping there a little bit, but uh wanted to bring up some of these reviews. Onions water F Kramer saying Ohio state is the problem is pretty funny. They played Michigan state with 23 players out with COVID and the only games they aren't playing are because the other team forfeited Kramer can eat a penis still five stars like that. Uh, Peace scoops five star stone cold locks. Love listening to these guys. All rise. Can't get enough. Keep it coming guys. Sack up and rack up, Ryan. Which so sacks I, and penises. Wow. Well, oh, well I, I sack up and rack up. I like that slogan. <laughs> how how we have not come across it. Uh, and sack up and rack up. Yeah. Is that like a sack up and throw the plates up on the yeah. on the rack? Sack up means be a man. Sack no, I mean up. like, are we talking like racking up weights to get ready to like? No, it's like uh, you know if you're about to jump off. Something big. Rack like, up. That's not a like grab the the gun no. off the rack. No, no. Sack up means don't be a pussy. No, I understand. Sack rack up. up means get your racks ready to bet. That's how I took. It. Oh, oh, I see that. You're because we're a gambling podcast. Yes, like right. it. I like it. Sack up and rack up. Well, maybe your money participating in the sports gambling podcast. Maybe you're taking <laughs> the money out of the sack and you're putting it into the rack. There you go. Well, if you wrote that review, please explain it to us and uh, drop us a line so we can get you your gear. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean, second the Money Green, and he is Ryan. Cheers. Kramer, let it ride.